Hey guys, it's Katie and Mandy. Welcome to the Dirty Britches Minisode. Hi. Hey. It's a mini <laughs> Let's put that in quotes because we both know we have a lot to talk about yeah. today. So I'm sure this is going to be like an hour and a half long, but we're going to uh, call it's just it going to be an hour and a half long bitch fest. Uh. I was thinking when I was driving back, I was just at the gym in the pool and driving back to record this. And I was like, maybe we should just rename the podcast. <laughs> we're going to ruin everything you love. <laughs> We're just, <laughs> we should call it. just have a terrible day. There's a show actually um, called Adam Ruins Everything. And I think yes, that's the premise. Yes, yes. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to take what you love and smash it. And that's actually what we are definitely doing today. By the way, I am Katie. Yes. And I'm Mandy. You're Mandy. Welcome uh, to our podcast. We have, um, this is a podcast about white women being shitty throughout time and space. And, and we are white women. We are so white we, women. We feel like we can do that. We are we are trying to be better ourselves always. We are we think that learning history is a really powerful tool for being better able to recognize times when we ourselves are shitty and stop doing it. That's the point. And we are in the midst of a series where we are focused on women, white women who who were bigoted like as the point of their work um mm-hmm. we've the first season was talking about women suffragists but now we're talking about white women involved in slavery white women involved in eugenics that's where we are right now mm-hmm. and i texted mandy that i thought oh the olympics are going on i just googled like <laughs> racist white women olympics <laughs> just to see what came yes. up and i cannot believe what i found i've never heard of this maybe some of our listeners have heard of this but it blew my mind And I know you have stuff you want to talk about as well. But I will say I am looking forward to talking to you today because as depressing as everything is that we ever teach each other or talk about, (laughs) I love talking to you. I really do appreciate learning all of this. And I've had a really crap day where I told Mandy, I'm like kind of thinking our species shouldn't, you know, doesn't deserve to keep going at this point, (laughs) which I I was saying is sort of the opposite of eugenics, which is all about like, you know, perfecting human superiority and i'm like oh or we just pull the plug there have been a couple (laughs) cartoon movies that i've watched with my daughter recently and the premise is all like oh humans are destroying the world and so these like alien wizards you know are they're gonna come and teach them a lesson because they're the protectors of the earth and then the humans are like no don't destroy our planet and then you know fight back mm-hmm. and so clearly like the wizard alien characters are supposed to be the villains but i'm like i get it we've fucked it up like <laughs> you are they are not wrong to not trust us anymore with this planet that's i'm just yeah. siding i'm siding with the the with people the intent on destroying right. the planet <laughs> that's where i'm at right now so uh, well, I Dark I days. also just started reading this book that you um, sent me, which we'll yeah. talk about in some of the later episodes, Great. but it's kind of interesting to think about that whole premise. It's called Superior, The Return of Race Science um, by Angela yeah. Saini. I don't know if that's how you say her name, S-A-I-N-I. Mm-hmm. Um, but she talks about how, like, you know, as a quote unquote civilized culture, we look back on all of these ancient civilizations and think 
that they were somehow like lesser than us mm. because they weren't industrialized like we are. <laughs> but then when you realize that they survived for tens of thousands of years yeah. in the state that they were in and like this industrialized civilized world is going to burn to ashes with mm-hmm. <laughs> like a couple thousand maybe we're not uh, the brightest ones after all it feels we're just like, destroying ourselves <laughs> it feels like the person who's like doing coke or adderall and they're like why aren't you as productive as me you should be as productive as me and you're like <laughs> you're gonna die and i'm gonna keep working at a steady pace you are right. not right that's that's where I feel like we're at. We're it's like we're doing whippers. We're Is that what it's called? Clearly, I don't do them. But yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we are just we're on a ten up. second crash and burn. That's uh, what's gonna happen. Well, oh, so man. officially, officially welcome. Um, tell me what you want to talk about with the Olympics, and then I'll I'll reveal its very dark and sordid past. Yeah, so we're just gonna talk about like. The few, few, handful, many controversies that are going on right now that just highlight the different um, structures of power and expectations mm-hmm. on people of color, women of color in particular, and then how white people and white men are treated very differently um, and how that has played out in this Olympics. Which, so what I will get into is why that is keeping in tradition of how the Olympics started, like this yeah. modern Olympics is a hundred percent that tracks. Like, yeah, totally still going, keeping I, on, keeping on. I'm so actually depressing. not watching the Olympics this year. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think if I've ever really gotten into the Olympics. Like sometimes I'll get into, I don't know, gymnastics or mm-hmm. figure skating or skiing or I don't know, random things. But, um, I do, <laughs> I, sometimes I will watch YouTube videos of just um I like if I'm having a really bad day, I'll type in like buzzer beaters just to watch the crowd go wild at like <laughs> a one point, you know, like oh they're tied yeah. and then at the very yeah. last second this happens and the crowd goes wild. Like there's something yeah. about a crowd just losing their shit that makes me super happy when it's for something like positive. Well, which is what is kind of sad about this Olympics is that there aren't crowds. So I think that makes it hard on the (laughs) um, athletes as well, because they Uh, don't have that support either. And so that's the the mental part of it. The one video I have watched of these Olympics um, was watching Suni Lee's family lose their Mm -hmm. mind. They were watching on in some like watch party, you know, in uh, Minnesota. And I used to teach in Minnesota and I had several South Asian students whose families had immigrated to the U S and it was just really like her story is so cool. And I, I think the fact that in a sport that costs a ton of money and that is not a sport that's been great to people of color by a long shot, like just her, mm-hmm. her like ability to, to work through that and, just compete at an incredible level and win gold. I just, that was super exciting. So I've watched her family freak out over her gold medal multiple times, but I I actually haven't seen her performance. I've just watched (laughs) the family cheer for her. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is troubling and especially gymnastics. I like, I love watching different parts of the Olympics, but I just haven't gotten into it this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the whole rest of the world burning down, as we've said, Probably. that's just <laughs> depressing me in general. Um, but I do, I love 
the Olympics for the individual sports. I'm not a huge team sports person. I don't know why. I just never liked it. <laughs> okay, fine. So we do know why. It's not surprising. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. like having to rely on other people or be friendly in groups. So <laughs> I prefer to rely on my own merits and therefore I appreciate seeing other people do it. I don't know. I don't know, but I love I love track and field and like swimming and mm. gymnastics and all of yeah. that kind of stuff. I just think it's amazing to see what these athletes can do. Uh, well, and, so tell me yeah. what's yeah. Tell me so what's conversely, going on, it's I very truly depressing when people aren't allowed to do what they can mm. do because of racism and mm-hmm. sexism. Mm-hmm. So I think obviously the thing that everybody knows about right now is Simone Biles like basically taking herself out of Olympic yeah. competition. Yeah. And then all of the backlash from a bunch of pansy asses who probably couldn't do like what she can do with her pinky finger, Mm. but they want to criticize her for taking care of her mental health. So Mm -hmm. basically she pulled out for a little bit. People didn't know why. Um, And then it came out that it's this, she's having a mental block. I mean, there's lots of mental things. She said the part of it is, you know, people, the crowd's not being there, all of the sure. pressure that's on her because she is the greatest of all times in Olympics. Yeah. Um, and she's suffering from this thing they call the twisties, mm-hmm. I guess, which is this block that gymnasts get where usually they just do their routines and they've done them so much that it's just mm-hmm. like a physical reaction, like somebody playing uh, a piece on the piano, like yeah, it's just like muscle, muscle memory. memory. They just mm-hmm. do it. But something with the twisties is they lose place in their mind. Like they're, mm-hmm. they can't just do it physically. Mm-hmm. And so then they mm-hmm. lose place in their mind when they're doing like their flips and their twists mm-hmm. and everything, which mm-hmm. is super, oh, super terrifying. dangerous yeah. when you're yeah. doing these things that are dangerous anyway. Yeah. And then if your timing is off or your balance is off, or if you're on the beam and you don't come down exactly right, right. like you could paralyze yourself. You right. could break your leg. You could right. do all sorts of things. So she has just basically said that she wasn't going to participate. She is going to in one event, I think. You know what's interesting about this is. comes after Naomi Osaka withdrawing mm-hmm. from tennis. tennis competitions saying, yep. you know, and I didn't, I don't follow tennis either, but I was reading more about that because I was interested in kind of the uproar around it. And so like the way that the press has treated her and their questions mm-hmm. before she withdrew I can't believe she lasted as long as she did, actually. Like, the kinds of bullshit questions and the fact that the tennis competitions will fine you if you don't show up to the press Mm -hmm. core questions, like the Mm -hmm. the PR, whatever, the press conference. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, okay, I guess maybe you're trying to, you know, hype up the tournament. But then when the press corps asks her such bullshit stupid things and then she's Mm -hmm. being told you have to sit there and take it like i don't know it so anyway i just wonder if there was any inspiration taken from naomi osaka because it sounds like sure like athletes were very supportive of her decision yeah you know yeah i think athletes have been um for sure especially in light of there's also the thing that happened earlier this year with her so apparently she um with simone biles with Simone Biles. Yeah, Simone Biles was the only woman to perform this special flippy thing on the <laughs> vault. I have it in here somewhere. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the double Yurchenko, I don't know, something thing that apparently no woman has ever done. But it 
it's not that it's banned. I initially thought that it was banned in women's gymnastics. It's mm-hmm. not that it's banned. It's that they give it a much lower starting value. So I guess that's how gymnastics mm-hmm. is um, judged these days. Like you're given a starting value based on the difficulty I of see. the elements that are in your competition. And then if you are in your routine, and then if you miss elements, then it's deducted from that. Okay. So if you're so, trying something harder, you still could score st- higher than you someone s- who did something easy. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Got it. But this particular move, they give a very low starting value, even though everybody knows that it's super, super, super difficult. And the thought is they do that one to keep people from attempting it because it's dangerous or two, because they know Simone Biles can do it. Mm -hmm. And if it's given the starting value that it should be given, there's no way she can beat her. No. yeah, Yeah. No one can beat her. Right. And so it's just this stacking things against Mm -hmm. her in the first place. And she still does it and takes the lower score. And somebody asked her, like, why do you still Mm -hmm. do it? And she said, because I can. (laughs) It's just like the point, like, because I can do it and no one else can. And I don't care what these assholes are trying to do. Like, I'm still going to do it, even though they're trying to get me not to. And everybody knows that I'm better than everybody else. But it's just this penalizing of this woman for being that good. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't want her to be that good. So I can't imagine that that doesn't play into her mental state, too, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that no matter even if she is the best, people are still against that. It's it's mm-hmm. infuriating. Um, and then, so compare this to men in Olympics and the story that came out just, I think it happened yesterday. There's news stories about it today. So um, Nadal Djokovic is his name, the mm-hmm. tennis player mm-hmm. who is a I, big, huge baby. I'm saying, mm-hmm, like, I know mm-hmm. any of these people, but okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> so Djokovic is, Djokovic is a very, very, very famous male tennis player. Like he's okay. been playing forever and ever and he wins all sorts of things. Okay. Um it so he no, he's Raphael Djokovic. I think it's Raphael Nadal is that I mean this is how I don't I know, probably people are listening and they're like they're like you guys should the... just shut up because you don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Okay, his first Raphael name is Nadal. Novak. No his, Raphael Nadal is the yes. is also okay. very good at tennis. They're like yes. the, on the same seas, whatever. Got they're got up it. there in the top threes. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> now yeah, that we've yeah, established, yeah. we know yeah. fuck all about tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Novak Djokovic. So he was asked about Biles because everybody's asking everybody as if everybody gets to have an opinion on this woman's mental mm-hmm. health and her decisions. But they asked him and his response with asked in light of what Biles had done, how he deals with pressure. He said this pressure is a privilege without pressure. There is no professional sport. If you are aiming to be at the top of the game, you better start learning how to deal with pressure and how to cope with those more moments on the court, but also off the court, all the expectations. All right, Djokovic. So is he a white man? Of course he is. Of course he is. But then Mm -hmm. get what this little white boy did after he makes that statement. He is in playing whatever game for the bronze medal. And he had a little baby tantrum shit fit (laughs) on the court when a call didn't go his way or when he lost or whatever he threw his tennis racket Mm -hmm. into the stands Mm -hmm. and then stomped off the court Mm -hmm. and then just backed out of his doubles game and said he wasn't playing it (laughs) 
after he just makes this statement about, oh, you better learn how to deal with the pressure. This is professional sports. It's almost so (laughs) perfectly ridiculous that I want him to, like, slow clap from behind the stadium and be like, and that is the double standard of patriarchy. As if he, like, taught us all a lesson. Like, Like, here we go. It's just too perfect. Like, how does he not hear himself? That's amazing. Well, and tennis has already had this problem brought up with them before because um, Serena Williams has gotten shit multiple times for when she loses her temper and gets angry, and then people just go after her for it. Mm -hmm. But there's been male tennis players. Who's the most famous one from... Like yeah, the 90s, I can picture who was him. Like a major Roger, fit not, thrower. No, no, what is his name? Yep, 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 yep. He was anyway. The, everybody's he yelling at some us show right now. I know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just type in angry tennis man. <laughs> it's gonna come right up. It's gonna We're come gonna right know. up. Oh, John McEnroe. <laughs> yeah, John <laughs> McEnroe. Yeah. Duh. Oh, good. I love it. Yeah, but yeah, he's like, but- like kind of like known for it like a wink wink you're so naughty wink wink yeah right but he doesn't get the same sort of criticism as black Mm -hmm. women do and it's i mean it's just playing into the whole angry black woman bullshit um anyway i know so it's just ridiculous i did read like a really really funny meme that i thought i mean i guess it's it's not funny it's just so true that it's almost funny and depressing where someone said you know like all of these you know, white male sports commentators going after Simone Biles for mm-hmm. pulling out based on the pressure she's under. Yet they want to bitch and throw a fit about having to wear a mask in a supermarket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm sure just all the same people who are like, this is too hard for me to do. I can't breathe. Simone Biles okay. is a big old yeah. <laughs> question. <laughs> I know we are trying to be really intentional about language, even using the word bitch as a synonym for complaint. Yeah, yeah. It's probably it's like super gendered and sexist. So right. I don't know what we should use instead. Maybe we can say Djokovic now. Yeah. <laughs> or big old or McEnroe. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's um, what we can do. We'll replace well, that's, it. So that's great. just one example. But there are many others. So mm. then we also, everyone has probably read the um, news about Shikari Edwards. Mm-mm. Not also Rich, it- not Edwards, Richards. Shikari Richardson. Oh my gosh, we're the worst. I should really write this shit down instead of just trying to remember everything on my own. I read all of this stuff when it was happening. So Shikari is a sprinter for the US. Okay. She's very fast. She wins. She probably would have won gold at the Olympics. However, shortly before the Olympics this summer, she found out that her biological mom passed away. And she was informed of it by a reporter during an interview. (gasps) No. Which is terrible. And in her coping, she has admitted to all of this. She didn't try to lie about any of it. But as part of coping with that, she smoked pot. Which is legal in a lot of places, by the way. Including the state she lives in, Oregon. It's legal. But it's on the list of banned substances for the Olympics World Mm -hmm. Doping committee which she knew but here's a question i have to the committee on doping or whatever they're called i'm pretty sure anyone i've ever seen high (laughs) the last thing that they want to do is exert any physical energy (laughs) so i'm like what on what planet are you thinking that that like somehow gives you a competitive edge when it really just makes you like hungry 
and right. want to like sit no, and giggle. I with mean, people. that's the argument of everyone. Like this is bullshit. It's, so it's clearly just racist policy because there's no performative advantage to smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Like none. And it is arguably a safer drug than narcotic drugs that people take for pain all of the time. Sure, sure. So she admitted that she did it. She knew that it was a banned substance. She's mm. and she was banned for 30 days, therefore missing the Olympics. Oh, she can't that's compete. Heartbreak. Which is just ridiculous and should make the whole world rethink this whole doping thing, but mm-hmm. it probably won't because mm-hmm. it's still super racist and we all know that the policies you know, the legal stuff in the United States is still super racist. There's so many people in the mm-hmm. U.S. serving pr- prison sentences for shit that's totally legal now. Mm-hmm. We still haven't dealt with mm-hmm. that. But here's where then it takes the twist of being even more racist is that at the same time that she was banned for 30 days for smoking weed, then Forbes runs an article saying cannabis takes the world stage at the Tokyo Olympics And it's all about elite athletes being open about their use of cannabis products to prepare them in sports. So they're specifically saying not THC. They're talking about CBD products. Mm -hmm. And the article focuses mainly on women's soccer team member Megan Rapinoe. Oh, who I I actually really love. Yes. Yes, she's amazing. But her sister founded a CBD company um, along with another guy, and they target them towards, like, elite athletes for wellness and recovery to help Mm. them perform better. So Mm. there's this whole article Mm. in Forbes Mm. about how all these mostly white athletes Mm. are using cannabis products, but just because it's not THC, then it's fine. Then it's taken as something that's like, oh, yeah, this is totally legitimate. Especially tragic about that is they admit to taking these extracts to help improve their performance, whereas she smoked weed to help her cope with grief. Mm -hmm. Well, like that seems at odds, too. Like, yeah, she I don't know. That's incredibly frustrating. Well, has. okay, so have some of these like as this is being pointed out as a double standard, have people responded or what? Yeah. I mean, I think that in this article, um, Megan does make the point of bringing up the double standard. Um, and CBD is not allowed in Japan. They couldn't take them with them. So they couldn't Mm. use them when they actually, when they were Mm. competing, but it's not banned if it's in their system. Mm. Um, so, oh, and so Megan and her sister did bring up the Shikari Richardson thing. And she said, you know, she wanted to use a healthier, healthier alternative to manage the stress that was going on in her life. And now she's banned from this year's Olympics. Every athlete should have the same access that every other American does to deal with the stresses of life. Existing policies are not working. Um, and she, Megan says, we're expected to perform on the biggest stages at the highest levels, yet we can't use all natural products to help us recover. It's not right. And these policies need to be changed to reflect where our culture is. And Megan talked about laws um, in the United States and how it's absurd that we have so many people, mostly black and brown people, sitting in jail for 20 plus yeah, years for yeah. weed. It's completely unnecessary. No Especially why entrepreneurs, cannabis. yes, like, the, I mean, I know I'm not the first person to say this, but, you know, now that it's being legalized in a lot of places is white entrepreneurs that are making a ton of money oh, yeah. as people mm-hmm. are sitting in jail for this. It's just, I mean, 
Same it doesn't make song, any sense. Different verse. Yes, it's mm-hmm. it's the only way that it so does make sense is in the light of white supremacy. Yes, that it right, makes complete right, sense. Right. Otherwise, it's <laughs> right. just abject bullshit. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So there's that part of it. Then, um, not U.S. athletes, but World Athletics, the international sports governing body, then also barred two Namibian sprinters from various races. Because they had naturally high testosterone levels when they were tested. So apparently, there was a statement on it that they released on it. And mm-hmm. there, okay, so there's some rules called athletes with differences of sex development, whatever that means. Like, I know we're- that you can be XY or XX or like XXY. Right? Yeah, is I don't know if mean? that's what that is. I mean, these okay. are two Namibian women, Christine Maboa and Beatrice uh, Masalingi. But because of whatever, I mean, and maybe it's just <laughs> the fact that they look more masculine, which is a whole other problem that we can get into with like policing women's bodies and what they're yes, supposed right. to look like. Or like the natural range it, within yeah. like everyone's chemistry you make up. Yeah. Yep. yep. But they were required to undergo medical assessments that found that they have yeah. a naturally high testosterone levels that kept them from prevented them from being able to participate in their races in the Olympics. And they had to be taken out because they had too much testosterone for what they claim women can have in the Olympics. <laughs> but it's natural. They said it was naturally produced testosterone. I'm sure they can test for that. It's not something that they took in that they were doping with. It's just their for their own body's natural, natural body chemistry, chemistry, they were banned from competing. Again, you're too good. We don't want you to compete because you have... I mean, every athlete has some natural advantage. Are we going to put height restrictions on basketball players? Are mm-hmm. we going to... I mean, it just seems insane that there mm-hmm. are these kinds of rules that keep black women from being able to compete at the best that they can do. I mean, I don't, yeah, it's, it's infuriating. So there also were a couple of other um, women that were chastised um, for turning away from the flag. One of the, a hammer thrower for the U S Gwen Berry faced away from the U S flag. And then of course, Republican politicians went after her after that. Mm. Um, Anyway, there's just, There's a double standard, clearly, Mm -hmm. in the Olympics. Um, And another example of that, which is not necessarily related to black women, but it's just about the shit that white men are allowed to get away with. I saw this story the other day as I was going through my social media, and that is the story of U.S. men's fencer, Alan Hadzik. He was an alternate for the United States um, fencing team. However, he has been accused of sexual assault by three women. And two of them who are also fencers. I don't know if they're on the U.S. team or if they were on his Mm. college team. That's Mm. what I was trying to figure out. But apparently, like, the Olympic Committee has known about these allegations that allegedly occurred from 2013 to 2015 by at least three women. And he was still allowed, he was temporarily suspended, and then it was overturned by an arbitrator at the end of June, saying that the accusations were not substantial enough 
to keep him from the Olympics. So despite the women, despite mm-hmm. the fact that three women have accused him of sexual assault, he was allowed to go and compete in the Olympics, except for that he was an alternate and they didn't need him. So he didn't get to, which whatever, but he still was, oh, I'm sure we pay expenses for that. Don't we fly them over there and take care of it? I don't really know how that works, but he was not allowed to stay in the U S Olympic village. Um, he had to stay, he had to keep apart from the team. He was not allowed to train with them. And I love the other men that were on the U.S. fencing team. When they walked out um, with him with them, all of the men wore pink masks to signify support for sexual assault victims. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he was wearing a black mask when he went out mm-hmm. there. But they would not They didn't stand by him. They're not associating with him. So I might feel good that there are people who are mm-hmm. like, no, this is bullshit and we know it. And even if mm-hmm. you technically are getting around these rules, we're not okay with you being here. Mm-hmm. But the fact that a white man accused of sexual assault can still go to the Olympics, but Sha'Carri Richardson smokes pot because a reporter announced to her that her mom died mm-hmm. and she's banned from the Olympics is mm-hmm. just, come on, people. Mm-hmm. Like... How can we say that these things are not influenced by Mm -hmm. racism, sexism, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. these years and years of history that create these double standards? But that's what I got. I'm sure there's more stuff, but that's all pretty horrible. Anyway, I... I also remember, maybe you came across this too, that there was something about like swim caps that had gotten rejected. Uh Do you know more about that? I did mean to bring that up. Okay, good. I well, I don't just know. saw like a headline and I, I yeah. didn't get the rest of the I story. I still don't know all the details of it. And this but this is just an example of how these rules are carried out. So the assertion is that the rule in and of itself is not racist, but the way that it's then practiced in reality totally makes it yes. racist. So yeah, it's right. it's a certain swim cap that is banned. Um that's supposed for women to like, swimming. Like if you have like naturally like thicker or coarser curly, or curlier hair, hair. Yeah, that it's it's supposed to this part I did catch is like the subtitle that it's like it it helps for women who have that kind of hair, um, which is not exclusively black women, but definitely many black women, that it's it helps your hair. Yeah. So so yes, it's not like they were saying we're gonna ban swim caps for black women but to say we're going to reject this type of cap that clearly helps with a non like fine like a hair that's more affiliated with people whose you know generations of family are white let's say or like are this is where it gets tricky because not even tricky but i think i want to be precise like i know that race is a social construct you cannot tell someone's race by their dna or by their mm-hmm. biology but of course human the human body it, like we were just saying with the testosterone levels there's all different types of hair and that through like family connections hair, the kind of hair you have gets passed down um, so if your hair is more like this and it tends to be with these families that because of racism and segregation have have been a more direct line of descendants then yeah then that's going to end up being a racist practice yeah yeah so apparently it's called the soul cap and it is Hmm. supposed to allow there's extra room at the crown to fit like the more coarse thick hairstyles and also braids um 
like different hair oh, sure. styles like or worn. locks, whatever. Yeah, locks. And um and the Fina, which is the whoever reviews these decisions, um, said that it didn't follow the natural form of the head. Oh my god, but just that word right there. Right, natural form. Is is like okay, natural on who like by what standards? Right. By whose head? What what mm-hmm. are you measuring as natural or normal? Mm-hmm. Because if for a lot of these women, that is their curve of their head. Why isn't that natural? Or for the women whose testosterone levels are high, like, that's just their level. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they basically said that no one's ever had to use these before. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I hate that excuse. Like, it's so, the oh, my God. It's so, like, because we've been super racist, we've never had to deal with this before. So you're the first person to complain. So it must not be a problem. The logic is so circular and horrible. It's infuriating. Oh, my yeah. God. Yep. Well, okay. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> um, it's Yeah. Hopefully that will be brought back up and they'll be forced to change that at some point. Because this article does bring up... That, like, in 2020, there was an article that was published in the International Journal of Aquatic Research and Education that there's a systematic exclusion from public pools of Black people, and Black youth are 2.6 times more likely to die from drowning um, (gasps) than white people are. Swimming is not only a sport, but a potentially life-saving skill, and so this inclusion of Black athletes and allowing them to participate fully and not be, you know hindered by these Mm. sorts of restrictions is really important in general not just for Mm. sports just yeah heartbreaking anyway so where does this all come from tell us why don't we i will have a teaser it comes from (laughs) it comes from something called anthropology days that sounds promising doesn't it but let's do this let's have this be like a part one and then we'll do part two next week okay this is just a teaser sound good yeah, that sounds great. Anyway, All enjoy right. the rest of the Olympics, guys. <laughs> USA! USA! <laughs> God. I mean, uh, we are, yeah, we are the ruiners of fun. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, All right. Woo-hoo. All right. Thanks, we'll talk everybody. To you later. Bye. Bye.